Well, more bad news. More and more and more bad news at every turn. We're used to it by now. We're very used to bad news at this point. Christian McCaffrey in a walking in a walking boot, according to uh, Omar Kelly, retweeted by Adam Schefter. Dalvin Cook is injured. Shoulder, maybe knee, maybe both, maybe just shoulder. On pain, in, in tremendous pain. Carted off the field. Alexander Madison's finishing the game. Uh, Cook was immediately ruled out. He was in tears being carted um, off the field. Not a good sign when, when a player is in tears because usually that means you're you're distraught about, you know, long-term, uh, you know, time that you're going to be out. Um, so what a, what a horrible week 12. If, if, if things couldn't have got worse for us, um, week 12 just got a lot worse. Like we thought things couldn't get worse. Things just got a lot worse in fantasy football land. So we'll break down all of that and more of the fantasy football show. I, I guess it begins now. This is the fantasy football show with your host, Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Just horrible day so far in Week 12. A lot of players are underperforming. Then we got major injuries to top five guys. Can't say I'm surprised on the Christian McCaffrey one or or the Dalvin Cook one. You know, there's a reason Alexander Madison's a standalone league winner. I still liked Cook. I still like Cook if I've got them coupled together. If you are a Dalvin Cook owner, you, I know, I know you have Alexander Madison because you know better than to be in here and not have the two cuffed together. But there are so many of you standalone Alexander Madison owners out there that could be looking at a big boost to your lineups. And I, I don't, I understand. Look, first of all, prayers up to Dalvin Cook. We never wish injury upon anybody, but we move on very quick. I don't sit here and go, well, we'll talk about it tomorrow and not go over the fantasy implications because that would be extra sensitive uh, to do so or insensitive to do so. We must be sensitive to Dalvin Cook, right? No, we talk about the fantasy football implications right away. And now it could be we're looking at potentially Alexander Madison time, which would be a big boost to a lot of you. Um, AJ Dillon right now, I see a lot of AJ Dillon comments. He's been slow getting going in this one, but he's starting to get utilized. Um, AJ Dillon's current stat line, if people are wondering, as of this moment, AJ Dillon, who should have beasted out all game, to be honest. This has been a crazy uh, affair here. But AJ Dillon finally getting going, 20 carries for 69 yards, only 3.5 yards a pop, but he does have five catches for 21 yards and a touchdown. So all the early, hey Smitty, what happened to your AJ Dillon? It's starting to come around right now. He's getting utilized a ton, knocking people over. I see him knocking over a Ram defender right now, just slamming him into the ground, lowering his shoulder, getting three extra yards, diving. I love it. AJ Dillon is a beast, a beast. He. he you know, he's on his way. Maybe he's going to have a 100-yard game. There's still three minutes left in the game. He's at about, what, 70? NFL.com's not refreshing. He's at 70. 
something yards rushing, I believe. A.J. Dillon, like 71 yards right now. But what do we do with McCaffrey? You know, moving forward, because I know a lot of you want to talk now. I want to talk now, and I want to talk 2022, and I want to talk Dynasty. Yes, Mixon is looking great. I'll, I'll admit, Mixon looks good. Anybody that was buying Mixon in those McCaffrey deals where it's like Hill and Mixon, Jefferson and Mixon, ended up being phenomenal moves at this point. Now, maybe McCaffrey's going to play next week. He could be in a walking boot for a, a hundred different reasons. Players have been known to get in a walking boot and... Uh, play the next week it's not like it's a 100% certainty that McCaffrey's going to miss time but being in a walking boot is not a good look um Dalvin Cook I would venture to say is is definitely going to be out I would imagine at least a couple weeks but we'll see I can't do nothing with McGlassy Mixon crushed it this week he certainly did Joel your boy Mixon he's looking pretty darn Good. Cameron with the super chat. This is why we listen to Smitty and Cuff Madison. Absolutely. But more than anything, it's the reason why a lot of you are going to be in a win-win because now you have Madison coming in to take over. A lot of people, raise your hand if you've got Madison and Dylan. And Dylan's time is coming to an end, unfortunately. We thought we were going to get at least a couple weeks out of him. We got two. We got one mediocre week last week. We're getting a pretty decent week this week. Understated week out of out of uh, AJ Dillon this week, but right in time, Madison comes strolling in to save the day and take the spot of exiting AJ Dillon. I mean, AJ Dillon's gonna still be a, a, a like they might want to they got a bye week next week, but they might want to keep Aaron Jones healthy. They may use AJ Dillon more even coming out of the bye. But most certainly, we're getting more volume right now than we probably will in the coming weeks. So Madison will be, it'll be good timing if Madison does get in there. I got Dilly and Madison. Matt's got both. Joel's got both. That's what I'm talking about. Because they were two league winners. Javante Williams season is beginning as Matt exclaims right here. Javante Williams season what did Javante end up with some total? Let's get his final stat line so I'm not uh, speaking uh, uh, fake news here. He looked good. He looked phenomenal. Why don't they feed him the ball more? Maybe because they're they're a losing team and they don't want to ruin their future. I get it. I mean, from a it's, it's logical. I just, I don't like it. It's logical. I just don't like it at all. Melvin Gordon, um, you know, looks good. 17 carries for 83 yards. Imagine if if Javante were getting those carries or half of them. Imagine if Javante was getting 20, 25 carries a game. He didn't have good yards per carry this game, but he needs to get in a rhythm. You see that at the end of the game when he's getting fed and he breaks off a big monster run. Javante only 14 carries. He had one touchdown, but he had three catches for 57 yards. He looks like a beast. He looks like a monster. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. I cannot wait till Javante gets fed more. I we just don't know if it's going to be, uh, you know, a certainty. Um, how about how about Dontrell Hilliard? Who started Dontrell Hilliard? We had a couple Dontrell Hilliard questions last night, and and I didn't I didn't say that he felt like a great start. I will say that Dontrell Hilliard was on the bold predictions in 2019. If anybody remembers, 
for the Browns, I said Dontrell Hilliard would would potentially help win leagues long, you know, long term in the season or whatever. And Dontrell Hilliard didn't do anything that year. I do like Dontrell Hilliard from a from a, a talent standpoint, but I did not see this coming from Dontrell Hilliard here in 2021. Two years later, um, Dontrell Hilliard was a great play this week and and probably the number one waiver wire guy assuming Madison isn't sitting out there Tony Pollard Madison AJ Dillon it it drives me nuts one person a live stream stumbles in and says should I pick up Madison (laughs) should I pick up Tony Pollard it happens uh Matt Javante season baby Javante season Edgar says wipe your feet appreciate that Edgar uh, Steven, is Madison truly a top 5-10 to 10 running back? If he's starting, 100% Steven Talbot. 100%. He's Alexander Madison. He can do anything, Steven Talbot. Just like you. You're Steven Talbot. You can do anything too, son. Anything you put your mind to. And currently, you're putting your mind to starting Alexander Madison for multiple weeks. Uh, I'm not rooting for Dalvin Cook to be injured. I'm just moving on past it, okay? I'm not celebrating it. I'm just stepping around it and saying, he's back there. He got hurt. Let's talk about Alexander Madison season. That's how my mind functions. It's not me rooting for anybody to get hurt. So, any anybody that thinks that's how I'm looking at it, I'm not. But I do have a job to do. And I can't stutter step and pause and worry about people's feelings about it. It's, it is what it is. Alexander Madison is potentially, potentially looking at being a league winner and savior. Now, might it be a game? Might it be zero games? I want everybody here to understand something. Dalvin Cook has gotten hurt like this before. Looked like he'd be out for the season and comes running back onto the field. Now, he did not come running back onto the field. Okay, so we know that it's not one of those situations, but he most certainly, most certainly could play in the Vikings' next contest. This is how Dalvin Cook functions. Gets carted off the field. They start nailing, they start nailing the, I'll just use this. They start nailing the the nails into the coffin. And then all of a sudden, Dalvin Cook sits up before they get the last nail in. And he runs onto the field and starts playing football. That's the nature of Dalvin Cook. So curb your expectations a little bit. Curb your enthusiasm. Okay, just a little bit. Be like Larry David. Be a little, 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 little bit cautious with your expectation. Just in case Dalvin Cook comes running out right now to the press conference and and sits down with a big grin on his face. He does this all the time. But this does feel different. This does not feel like Dalvin Cook is going to be running back onto the field to start the next contest. He was he was in tears, and 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 again prayers up for him. But usually, when a player is emotional to that degree, it's not a knock on the player. Look, when I tore my ACL, I had tears rolling down like a baby. I was rolling left and right, screaming, dropping all kinds of things. Some of the craziest things coming out of my mouth. You're emotional. When you know you're losing a year of your life or a half a year of your life and you've got this huge road of recovery, even more so a case for the NFL players. 
I didn't really know exactly what I was looking at when I tore my knee up, but I knew I was done for a while. Part of the emotion was pain. Part of the emotion was that I don't know what's in store for me because my knee is mangled and I know I'm going to the hospital. I know I'm getting put under, which is never a fun thing. I know I'm getting put under to have some massive surgery and all this thing, all this stuff come, comes rushing in comes rushing into your head you get emotional you don't really get ultra emotional if you're worried about one week so if dalvin cook and he could be wrong in his assessment oh my god i'm done for the season i'm emotional and then they go back to x-rays and he's actually got a sprain and it's just painful that's the one way out of this situation that explains the emotional being like misleading right here um, not in a bad way, just that he's misleading because he doesn't know what's going on. But usually when you're this emotional, you're not worried about one game. Even with pain, you wouldn't be worried about one game. You wouldn't be this emotional, crying, going off the field if it's one game. Um, Aaron Jones was a good example of it. He was crying and, and was really emotional when he suffered his MCL. Now there's a little bit more to that because Aaron Jones had a history of MCL tears. He tore his MCL so he specifically was very emotional because he didn't know if this was going to be something like he's dealt with this over and over. MCL, again, MCL, again. He was extra emotional maybe when he didn't even know whether he was truly going to be out a long-term amount of time. Whereas I think Cook is, is really in, in some trouble. The part that was crazy to me is when Cook fell, he immediately grabbed his shoulder when he fell. When you injure your shoulder... And let's say it's a sprain or some kind of, it could be clavicle, could be a hundred different things. We're speculating right now. But when he fell and he was like this, when you injure your shoulder, the first thing you do is hold your elbow or try and move your arm because that's where you're stable, you're self-stabilizing. He looked like when he fell, he was like self-stabilizing, almost like he couldn't move the shoulder at all. Maybe the clavicle, probably the shoulder because he's had a history of shoulder issues. Pretty bad shoulder issues too. So my guess is going to be it's the shoulder, not the clavicle. But it could be the whole thing. Um, then when the trainers came over to him, he had his knee up. And the trainers were kind of messing with his knee. And, and it wouldn't surprise me based on what I initially saw if he had two different things going on. You know, like you could do that. Like you could tear your knee and then go down and hurt your shoulder like he's a very injury prone guy probably i would say one of him and him and McCaffrey the two guys you see on your screen right now if i had to peg injury prone tags to top 10 overall talents these are in my opinion the two most injury prone guys in fantasy football top 10 type level talents these are them these are them and you can no longer defend Christian McCaffrey having little lingering injuries. He's in a walking boot right now, according to this report, which Adam Schefter retweeted. So we need a little more clarity. A lot of newswires aren't talking about this yet. You're probably hearing this first from, from either me or you heard about it from somebody that saw it from Adam Schefter because they follow Adam Schefter. But newswires aren't even really talking about it yet. You go to... Uh, a lot of newswires right now, you don't see Christian McCaffrey in a walking boot. I don't know why no one's talking about it, but Shefty's, Shefty's tweeting it out. Um, is A.J. Dillon, is that A.J. Dillon? 
Hopefully he's not hurt. Was that AJ Dillon? That better not have been AJ Dillon hurt. Um, game game's over anyway. But I'm just telling you right now, it when it comes to 2022, I don't think I can go near Christian McCaffrey in the top five. We talk. I mean, a lot depends on whether this is a serious issue or maybe this is fake news. Maybe he's not in a walking boot right now, or maybe he's in a walking boot for a very dumb reason, just to keep things, you know. Nice and, and, and aligned, and it's just something that's been recommended to him. Maybe he's just got some little pain that they want to put a boot on just to make sure it doesn't get worse. There are a lot of a lot of times where a player does wear a walking boot when it's not a very significant injury, and players have worn walking boots, shed them a couple days later, and are never even on the injury report. It does happen. But if this does turn into something, if this does turn into something... I can't trust him in the top five next year. I'd rather draft Tyreek Hill. I'd rather go wide receiver, wide receiver if I'm outside of that pick zone that will afford me a Jonathan Taylor or a Najee Harris. I don't think it's Christian McCaffrey right now for me unless this doesn't end up being anything. It's a nothing burger and McCaffrey tears it up the rest of the way. But now you've got the quarterback position in question. Is Cam Newton the starter? He gets benched. He vultures touchdowns. You don't know what's happening. The offense is in shambles. And McCaffrey doesn't play well. And he's now potentially injured. He's tough to trust. I don't trust Christian McCaffrey right now. And I I, I, I don't I don't know that I can trust Cook either in 2022. These guys might be off my draft board. Not if they fell far enough, of course I'd adjust and adapt and change my thinking if these two gentlemen fell way too far in my upcoming 2022 around the corner fantasy football draft, which is like literally tomorrow in my eyes because that's how I think. 2022 content's already on the way. I'm cooking up so much 2022 content for you. You have no idea and you can find that all right where, right where? Want bold year-round rankings, trade calculators, and bold predictions? Get on over to sleeper. You. Dot. Com. Sleeperu.com is where you can find that information. Christian McCaffrey, what do you guys think? I want to know what you guys think. I'm going to go to the chat, answer some questions, see what you guys are thinking. Uh, should I try to trade for Dalvin Cook? If you like dice rolling, bro, you could. It all depends on the offer. I'll tell you that. I, I can approve or disapprove a hundred different versions of what you're you're telling me you might throw at me. So just tell me what you're thinking. Uh, I'm a Madison owner. Rob says, too bad the Dalvin owner didn't want to pick up my Madison. And, and we, again prefacing we got to pump the brakes a tiny little bit until we know what's really going on with cook because cook is that guy that comes back when you think uh you know he's not he's out um i own christian mccaffrey for two years in a row never again and that's what i'm that's what i'm saying like how are we gonna trust him anybody that's drafted him at this point is like look not only did he burn me last year but he's burned me all all year this year and if you manage to escape if you manage to escape your week, your weeks one through eleven, or what, what, what week did he come back? Weeks one through what was it, ten? Week one through nine. If you manage to escape with a winning record, and you had McCaffrey, and you're like, I'm gonna give him another chance, 
and now he potentially could burn you again. If this becomes a nothing burger, he's in a walking boot for near fun. And he's walking around just because he, he likes it. He, he likes the way, he likes the look of the walking boot. If this ends up being a nothing burger, then we're probably back to a place where we're... Okay, I trust him again, but let's see how this plays out because I don't know. But my, my guess is he's not in a walking boot for fun. My guess is he's in a walking, he's in a walking boot because they're concerned. You don't usually get a walking boot issued to you. You don't just walk around in ski boots in the facility. At least I don't. Maybe that's part of Cam Newton's dress apparel. But that is not a part of what I've seen this man wearing around the facility. So in a walking boot, we are concerned. Dalvin Cook, I'll get you as much information as I can. It's possible something drops while we're on the show here. And I'll try and update you as best that I can. Um, no news currently on... On him, uh, D Debo Samuel groin doesn't return to the Vikings game, so he got hurt. There were a lot of injuries in this game, a lot of them. Uh, Debo Samuel groin. Um, let's see here, Keenan Allen seven to ten targets for eighty-five yards. Austin Eckler thirty-one yards. Um, he did catch six balls for sixty-eight and one touchdown, so he ended up having a, a very decent day, but through the air. Uh, we talked about. Uh, Melvin Gordon versus Javante Williams. Cream Hunt is active for Week 12 in case you didn't know that. You know who looks good right now? A guy I absolutely loved heading into Week number 1, heading into August drafting. A guy that burned me. A guy that's made me look ridiculous. A guy that nobody wants to trust and I don't blame anybody. Um, that guy, that man, that player's name is Miles Gaskin. And he looks really good right now. He looks really utilized. He looks very trusted. And I, I have to say, in a running back climate, such as the one we're sitting in, a guy like Miles Gaskin goes a long way. A guy like Miles Gaskin is starting to look like a player I'm very excited about walking into the upcoming weeks. If you owe Miles Gaskin, he probably needs to be locked into your starting lineup. Go forward, at least in your flex spot, because Miles Gaskin looks pretty darn efficient utilized important to the offense trusted by the entire offense trusted by the coaches trusted by the players you only have to scratch your head and ask why why not earlier why does miles gaskin go drafted high by so many of us not play well for so long and now look pretty darn consistent and a must play I really love this guy walking in. I talked about it on the live, um, I think it was last night or the night before, Friday or Saturday. I said this guy would be a top 6-10 to 10 running back if he was used properly. And a, a couple people in the chat started taking what I said out of context and running their mouth and saying, Smitty, Miles Gaskin is not a top 10 running back. And, and I'm like, Bill from accounting, did you hear the words coming out of my mouth? I said, he should be. He should be. If he was utilized properly, Miles Gaskin could definitely be a top 6-10 to 10 running back. And he's starting to look like maybe that that potential is there. And then we got to talk about a guy I did miss on. Because I got a, a lot of questions. Do I start Leonard Fournette? And there were a lot of times I said no.
Lenny is looking good. Playoff Lenny. Is is he a running back one? At least a low-end running back one go forward? Because if they trust him enough to feed him like they fed him in important drives, important situations, important carries, important touchdown needed opportunities where he could fumble or if you don't trust him, if Arians doesn't trust him, would he feed him? I doubt it. So for, for playoff Lenny, for Leonard Fournette, to be getting all the vital carries, the important carries, getting fed when when it counts the most, when a when a fumble would would throw the game away, they trust him. They trust him. Uh, I'm pretty much feeling like Leonard Fournette has potential low end running back one value. Go forward. We'll call him a high end running back two to be safe, and so we don't look stupid later. But I'm really starting to believe. That Lenny Leonard, playoff Leonard Fournette, is going to save people. And we've got Mike Jones saying, Smitty, you need to send me on at least 10 to 20 laps. You let me make that determination, Mike, before I read further. My running backs were CMC, Cook, and I don't own Madison. Take a lap. You take a lap. You must. Um, let me get these graphics out of the way. I've got them. What is going on here? I don't know. Every time I play that, they're in, I got to move the layers. But yeah, you do need to take a, a lap. Mike, why don't you own Alexander Madison, pal? Oh, look at that. Javante Williams punched in touchdown. Beast. Give that man the football, please. Please, uh, Mike, take your laps. You you owe us at least 25. Van Jefferson. How about our boy Van? Smitty, big miss. Big miss, Smitty, on the Leonard Fournette stuff. I, I mean, there's times where I said start Fournette, but there were, there were a lot of questions last night that were like Eli Mitchell, Fournette, or Aaron, A.J. Dillon and Fournette. I'm going to be honest. I didn't punch a lot of those A.J. or, or Leonard Fournette questions right. I didn't uh, Smitty approve him properly. And that's on me. That's on me. We can't win them all. But Van Jefferson looked fantastic. And they call back another another touchdown. Where Cooper Cup tossed him a touchdown. Cooper Cup would add another touchdown. Cooper Cup threw a touchdown pass to Van Jefferson. Which would have been his second touchdown. And he would have had a monster day. But Van Jefferson written off by everybody. There was a lot of good and bad this week. There's a lot of things I missed. You missed. We missed. We landed. You landed. I landed. It's a mixed bag. Week 12 is going to be the week we remember being both bitter and sweet. And Jackson wants to know, do I pick up Matt? I think Jackson just wants to take a lap. There's no way Jackson's asking this question. I think he's trying to mess with me. Um, Jackson, take a lap for even just trying to mess with the show right now, bro. Take a lap. 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 Anybody that doesn't know, and I know Jackson's messing around. So, Jackson, you can stay. This doesn't apply to you. I know you're just joking around. But anybody watching right now that doesn't know if Madison should be picked up right now, I don't know what to tell you, to be honest. I don't even know what. I don't, I'm not speaking to you for a little while. No show for you two weeks. 
That's going to be a new prescription that we prescribe to people that that can't pay attention to the the couple uh, bylaws that the fantasy football show has. The the commandments we'll have to come up with the. Ten Commandments of the Fantasy Football Show. One of them being, you do not leave Pollard or Alexander Madison or A.J. Dillon on waivers no matter what. I don't care if you've got to cut your kicker all year long to retain said Madison. And there were people saying, do I pick up Odell Beckham Jr. catching that touchdown? It kind of burns because I don't know that he, I, I don't, I don't like Odell there. I feel like he he's the reason everything's off. I know Woods going down is the main reason, but I do I think Odell is a mess. Um, but he caught that touchdown. Could potentially be valuable. Maybe wide receiver three, four, but probably inconsistent. And you're gonna start him the weeks. So you don't he doesn't do anything, and then you're gonna put him on the bench and he's gonna get a touchdown like he did this week. Like anybody that owns Madison probably sat him. Or Madison, uh Odell probably sat him because Odell didn't do anything last week. We're like, okay, Odell was was fool's gold and now he scores uh zinski give me a lab coach for starting aaron jones um yeah i mean hey man i let me put it this way zinski when i was asked all night last night and then all live stream this morning on the on the instagram live and, and even 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 i did at the beginning of the live last night if you remember i'm like well you know we'll have to see what the news you know talks about aaron jones but by mid-show, we're like, you know what? What are we talking about? Like, Aaron Jones, if he plays, he'll be limited. they got a bye week coming up. They're not going to just give him 70% of the work coming off of injury heading into a bye when he's kind of questionable to play. It would be more so to keep him fresh, and, and maybe he splits even workload with A.J. Dillon, which he almost was doing anyway. So Aaron Jones coming off injury... When he's divided workload, he's looking at a divided workload anyway. He's not going to come in and take 80% of the work his first game back. It was, Zinski, maybe take a little lap. It was pretty clear that A.J. Dillon was the safest call of the two because he was already getting half the volume kind of anyway. So we knew he was going to be used a little bit more. But the hope was, and we saw Aaron Jones running pregame, you can't ever let that influence you. He's jogging very slowly i had a couple people dm me i had a couple people on my text line text me a link a a tweet like 10 people did it was a tweet of aaron aaron jones jogging and catching a ball he was jogging slower than my grandma and everyone was excited look how ginger he looks he's quick everybody just willing aaron jones to be 100 percent he's not and he's jogging like my grandma down the field, catching the football. Everyone's like freaking out, like Aaron Jones is back. There was even a there was even an Instagram or tweet or something. I forget who posted it. Pretty big account. It was like Aaron Jones is back, baby. <laughs> it's like, uh, don't worry, Zinsky. We got your back this coming week. Um, dribble, Smitty. You said to trade for Jamar. Any thoughts? Look. Jamar is going to bounce back. I firmly believe that. Is there a chance that he's going to hit this lull, like I said in the very beginning of the year? I've done nothing but speak about this in one way. Like, I've been very consistent. Jamar Chase is going to have that rookie dip. 
it's been a little longer than I thought. That I've been wrong on. But we knew the dip was coming. All rookies, especially rookie wide receivers, go quiet. It's the calm before the storm. No rookie wide receiver can just blow up all year. Or rookie running back. There's rookie walls. They're used to college seasons. Jamar Chase isn't even used to a college season. He didn't play the year prior. He sat out. But his body's still accustomed to playing a college-length season. Now we're adding an extra game. He's going to go flat. It is the calm before the storm. The calm has been longer than I had hoped. That's on me. But dribble, don't, don't fret. As long as he stays healthy, I believe Jamar Chase will storm, bro. This is the calm. The storm's coming. He will be my number one buy-low player for anybody that has a weird league that allows them to make trades before December what is it, third or first? A lot of people have that weird cutoff. We will talk a little bit about it, but Jamar Chase is one of the best go-get players walking into the rest of 2021. So don't fret, Dribble. And he's the best dynasty guy to go get because you got multiple weeks piling up where people are like, maybe he isn't the same guy I thought he could be. No one's going to sell him dirt cheap, but they'll sell him cheaper than they should. Cheaper than they have any business selling him. So dynasty, go get him. Go get him now. Uh, Juice. I have McCaffrey and Aaron Jones. Good thing I have both backups because I ran enough laps at the beginning of the year. Uh, Juice, I appreciate your super chat. Good buddy. Everybody punch the thumbs up. 176 in the room. Um, please punch that thumbs up. It helps the channel grow. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got the backups. You, you're good on the Madison backup. The Chuba Hover backup, I don't know if we'll need it or not. We don't really know the extent of McCaffrey's injury. He's in a walking boot. That's all the information we have. No news reports are even on it right now. Um... But, uh, you know, Chuba Hubbard wasn't exactly fire when he was in the lineup. So, you know, Madison will be. Missed a couple Super Chats. Javante Train, let's go, Isong. I didn't miss him. I'm just ranting, bro, and I'm getting to him. Uh, thank you for looking out for me. I don't mind when you guys tell me that, though. Please continue. If you think I missed a Super Chat, tell me. You guys are like my, my double checks on that. So don't think I meant that in a bad way. Uh, what's the outlook on Jamar rest of the season? Love him. I just got through explaining that. Thank you for the super chat. Love Jamar. Buy him now. Buy him now. Buy him now. Um, let me see if I missed any other super chats. Thank you, Talbot. Thank you, Isong. Isong, I saw this super, super chat. Sorry, I haven't got to it yet. Um, and let's see. I got that one. And then we've got this one from Cameron. This is why we listen to this media. Okay, so Isong... Uh, eight and four now. Waddle Patterson saved my day. Uh, Waddle did really good. There was a couple Waddle questions I didn't get right this week too that people asked me. Should I start Waddle or, you know, uh, receiver A, B, C, D, and, and Waddle? Waddle was a decent play, but he didn't seem like he was going to do what he did. Waddle stepped up big. Waddle had a nice day. Um, so anybody started Waddle, give yourself a pat on the back, take a victory lap. You deserve it. Um, Tom with the super chat, Tom, but Schmitty, but Schmitty, what do we do with Najee Harris, Schmitty? Um, don't panic. Buy low if you can buy low because people are truly asking that question, Tom. Um, Najee will be fine. What did I just say about Jamar Chase? What did I say about rookies? What have I been saying consistently all year? Rookies will hit a lull. You can't really trade them during the lull or you're going to miss the explosion. It's like being in a, in a, in a lane on the freeway, okay? You might be in the, fa the lane that's traveling fastest, but you might hit a slow vehicle 
it'll eventually get out of the way your lane will pick up if you change your lanes and you play the changing lane game you're gonna keep getting in the wrong lane that will go slower than the lane you were just in be patient don't worry about Najee's lane it will clear up and he'll be clear sailing again rookies always hit a dip in production running backs wide receivers they always do really well then they hit a little dip some of the dips are longer than others you can't predict how long the dip will be you can't predict that the rookie will stay healthy sometimes rookie walls are just an injury sometimes a running back goes 10 weeks hits a rookie wall it's usually inside double digit weeks the beginning part to like week 13 week 14 it can be a long time it can be a short time. It can be one to two weeks. It can be four weeks. It depends on the player. I firmly believe Najee Harris is the kind of player that will be fine very quickly. Jamar Chase, it makes sense and it's logical that it takes him a little longer to get out of his rookie wall rut because he didn't have a season prior. He sat out the entire season, then came into the NFL draft, so he hasn't played in a long time. It makes a little more sense that he was dropping footballs concerned about development early on there was concern that he would be catching footballs at the nfl level how funny was that entering week one um same thing here i think the same kind of people that are doubting this man jamar chase right now were and it's, it's not a bad type of person i'm not trying to say it like that uh but the same people doubting him also had a little bit of that fear when they heard he wasn't sure if he'd catch the football properly in the NFL or the football felt differently. And that's why he was dropping. He was dropping everything in the preseason. The same people afraid now were probably afraid then. The same people that weren't that concerned and looked at it as an opportunity are the same people that are going to take advantage of it right now before Jamar Chase bounces back and does amazing. So I'm not worried about Jamar whatsoever. Derek Just with a super chat. My boy Derek in the house. Full PPR 5-6. and six. Team hopefully going 6-6. Six and six. I traded Waller before he went down for DK, Gaskin, and Higby. Excellent work, pal. I love Gaskin. Waller and Hines. Now I have Hopkins, DK, and Thielen uh, for DK, Gaskin, and Higby for Waller and Hines. Now you have Hopkins and DK and Thielen. And you got Gaskin, right? Um, nice job, Derek. Way to trade at the right time, pal. Way to trade at the right time. Derek with another super chat because he's a monster. He's a beast. He's the man, the myth, the legend. We call Derek Just. Crushed it in my other league. 182 to 127, 7 and 5 with one, with that one with Fournette. Derek, Fournette balled out and you have yourself potentially a running back one. Only 56 likes in here, says Ozzy. Guys, we have 172 in here. Um, from all different platforms, uh, please punch the thumbs up. It helps the channel tremendously. It helps your boy Smitty. After I'm done and I hit finish, this video will start out with zero comments and I want you to drop your comment and I will answer every question I get within the next 12 to 24 hours. I spent an hour and a half last night trying to answer all the questions that came at me through all the different videos that I did yesterday and the day before. I do try and go over 24 hours. Sometimes it's the, the, the top 48 hours. Um, of a video posting that entire 48 hours i'll try and get back to every response i spent an hour and a half hour to an hour and a half last night responding to youtube comments so if i missed your question in here for every two hour show i do we're doing 39 minutes right now about 2400 to 3900 comments come through the chat so i can't see everything i will do my best to get back to you just drop me a comment once the video is over not in the live chat i don't mind you dropping a live chat 
But what I'm saying is when the video ends, go to the comments and I will I will uh, answer your questions. I appreciate everybody being in here. We got Blair with a super chat. Uh, who should I trade Chase for? Uh, try and win now. You don't trade Chase. Um, you keep Chase. Uh, you don't trade Chase, in my opinion. You're First of all, you're selling low. And if you watch back, he's one of the best go-get players right now. Um, so I, w- I would hold him. I would not trade him. I don't think it's smart to trade him. I think it's selling him low. I think it's panicking. And you're going to feel the same way you would have felt if you got rid of him when people were talking before week one that he was going to drop the ball and not be good. Uh, you're not going to get anything for Hurt. CMC. Says Nicholas. Um, Smitty almost at 10K. Yeah, we're almost at 10K. I need you guys to give me ideas of what we're going to do when we hit 10K. What are we going to do? What's the celebration going to look like? Uh, Russian Collusion says, I have drafted Cook and CMC in past with a bust. I lost this week with Najee, Swift, and Eckler, but 9-3. and three, But will always steer clear away from Cook and CMC on draft day unless it's a second round. I, I don't think you're crazy at all, bro. I don't think you're crazy at all. I'm not probably going near either of these guys. I'm going wide receiver shopping instead in 2022. Manual, Smitty, appreciate your consistent content and your engagement with your community. Not more than I appreciate you, Manual. I can tell you that right now. Appreciate you, good buddy. Give up on CMC now. We got to find out what the injury is, bro. Give up on him, no. Be concerned, yeah. If you own him, you can't give up on him. But yeah, give up on him in 2022 if he's going to cost you a number three or four overall pick. You know, we've been talking about this for weeks. I'm getting blasted by one guy in here. I forget what his name is. Another guy that comes in. Christian McCaffrey running back one. And he could be. He's ha- He has the talent to. But we can't trust him to stay healthy. He's in a walking boot, for goodness sake. Already. Already. Um, Mitchell is the GOAT. Uh, what did Mitchell finish with? I gotta go grab our food. Miss Mitty ordered burritos. I gotta go pick them up. Mitchell finished. Mitchell started off slow. I started to worry about Mitchell, but he he did really well at the end there. Um, Mitchell finished with 133 yards and a touchdown and 35 yards, five catches. Mitchell was a baller at the end of the game. He was definitely clutch. Debo Samuel, still still a running back in disguise as a wide receiver. 66 yards running, two touchdowns. Uh, Debo only one catch for 12 yards again, which is phenomenal. Like Debo had a monster game again, but Debo caught one pass. It's crazy. Some of them are shuffles, though. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 10 for 39. Um, Alexander Madison, seven for 21 and one touchdown. Uh, Madison, two catches for seven yards. Justin Jefferson, kind of a quiet day. Four catches for 83 yards. A good buy low opportunity. Not going to steal him away, but a decent buy low opportunity. Ayuk had four, uh, three catches for 91 yards. He had a good day, good day. T Higgins was pretty darn fire, um, which is going to spark a lot more Jamar chased out. So that's good news for people trying to buy in Jamar. Uh, Deontay Johnson, nine catches for 95 yards. Najee had eight carries for 23 yards. Uh, Najee also didn't, uh, he just had three catches for 14 yards. Very bad game for him. And people are going to freak out, take advantage. Joe Mixon, 165 and two TDs. Was an absolute monster. Only four catches, but minus two yards. 
four catches, but only minus two yards. Uh, 114 yards for T. Higgins. Jamar Chase, three catches for 39. So very disappointing outing for Jamar. But a really good buy-low opportunity. Christian McCaffrey, who we've been talking about this entire time. Christian McCaffrey had a very, very, uh, not only bad game, but he looks to be hurt. He's in a walking boot, as we've been talking about. Rewatch the beginning of the show. 10 carries, 35 yards, 3.5 yards a pop. Zero receptions. No tar- uh, One target, zero receptions. Um, Cam Newton was benched. P.J. Walker came in. Um, didn't do much better, so I would imagine Cam could get another go as long as he's healthy. Miles Gaskin, 16 carries for 49 yards. Not great yards per carry. 3.1 a pop, but two TDs. And Gaskin had three catches for 17 yards. I love Miles Gaskin going forward. Get on your horse, Miles. Get on your horse, pal. I love him. I love him. Derek Just with another super chat. Matt with another super chat. Matt says, traded Chase for JJ straight up. Thoughts? I like that. I mean, JJ's been my number one wide receiver, so I don't, I don't mind that at all. Um, I would have done that the entire time I've been talking up uh, Jamar because I've my number one wide receiver all year. I mean, of course, Cooper Cup is past him, like, but, but I mean, that's the guy I, that's my horse that I backed. I still feel like going forward, Justin Jefferson could always be the one, two, or three wide receiver going forward. Jamar Chase is more like a five to seven guy. Like he could dance in the fours. He could dance in the seven range. He's probably going to go somewhere in between or to one end or the other. Whereas Jefferson feels one to three for me. Glad I have Hunt. Okay, I got that question. Oh, no, this is a new one. Glad to have Hunt back in both of my leagues. boy. Thank you, Derek, for the additional super chat. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, uh, Russian. Thank you, Blair. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Tom. For the super chat, Schmitty. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Juice. Thank you. I song Blair Dribble Zinsky. Appreciate you guys dropping super chats. I always like to review them all if I can. Stephen Talbot. I song Stephen Talbot. Uh, Cameron. Appreciate every single one of you. I will be back later, most likely, to go over a recap or bylaws, things of that nature. But as of right now, recapping the show, McCaffrey in a walking boot, more information to come. Dalvin Cook uh, carted off the field in tears, not looking good. Um, and Alexander Madison looking primed to be a potential league winner. But we, we need to know more because Dalvin Cook has uh, has come out of these things bef- you know, in the past where we thought he was out for a long period of time and Dalvin Cook ends up running back onto the field. He clearly didn't run back onto the field in this one. Uh, but, you know, definitely looks like this could be a, a, a bad injury because he grabbed his knee. The trainers were working on his knee a little bit, and then they went back to his shoulder. He went straight for his shoulder. I don't know if it's something where he tore his knee, then awkwardly fell onto his shoulder and injured both. Would not shock me if we find out there are two injuries. I'm just telling you that right now. Um Ra- 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 Raul says... What's Raul say? I don't understand what the point of this chat is now. The injury just happened. Hmm. So, Raul, and I appreciate you, Raul. I, I don't, I, I guess I want to win you over. So, let me try and win you over. Instead of drive you away by being like, what's this guy doing? Raul, I'm going to win you over. Do you want an analyst? Do you want your analyst, Raul, to only react once they have the roadmap? To only suggest what's going to happen once they know exactly what is on the table. 
Example, Raul, if you've got Dalvin Cook and you think, okay, I trust Smitty. And Smitty's not always going to be right, but he has good instincts. 19 years of fantasy football professional content creation. He's seen it all. He's a dinosaur. I've got cobwebs all over me, bro. I've seen it all. If you trust me, and I tell you, Dalvin Cook looks like he's potentially looking at a long-term situation here. And, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. But if I tell you, Raul, this information, and it helps you maybe move him when somebody's willing to take a little bite and you can get a player I think is on the come up like Jamar Chase who's playing low. But Raul, if I wait until the facts come out, what good am I to you? Why be in the prediction business, Raul, when I can't drop a little bit of prediction knowledge at your feet, let you try and take it and run with it? Maybe you don't do anything with it. Maybe you like what I'm saying, but you don't necessarily agree with this particular point. But you're like, I'll pass on this one, Smitty. I hear what you're saying, but I don't think you're going to be right. I'm fine with that. I'm not right on everything I do. But Raul, do you want to play ahead of the curve? Or do you want to sit back and wait until everything comes to us and then make our decisions? Am I really not going to have a conversation until the report comes out? Dalvin Cook is out for the year. Then Raul... I'll climb over to my table. I'll start my live stream and go, this doesn't help you now, but Dalvin Cook is out for the season. And I thought it was possible. Hold on. We got to break the news. And now. Raul, I'm going to tell you right now, Dalvin Cook is out for the year. I had an instinct that this could have been the case and I didn't come out and talk to you about it and it didn't benefit you at all. How does that help you? That's all I'm saying, Raul. I'm not coming at you. I'm trying to win you over. I'm trying to explain myself. This is the most relevant chat you will ever, ever see. Because this is important. We're trying to predict and trying to react ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve, Raul. It's the only way to play football, bro. It's a lonely road for me. I climb up ahead of the curve. I see what's coming. It's lonely. Then I signal all of you up. And then we can be together again. Okay, Raul? It's cold. It's 58 degrees here in Arizona. You don't think it's cold and alone ahead of the curve by myself? I get real chilly without my sweater up there like I did last night when I went on my, my live stream out and about outside without my jacket here in Arizona. I'm an Arizonian. It was 58 degrees and I was freezing all by myself, Raul. I'm out of here. I got to go get food. Miss Smitty's going to kill me. We ordered a long time ago. I appreciate every one of you, even Raul. Raul, I hope you stay. I hope you just realize that I'm a little I'm a little nutty, I suppose, Raul. I'm a little bit premature on a lot of things. I like to get ahead of the curve. But Raul Let's let's give Raul a Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. Raul, you've been Smitty approved, good man. If you're still here. If you're still here. Raul might have left. Raul might have left. Let's see. Before I leave, I want to see if Raul is here. Where's Raul? Let's see. Raul? 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 Wilson? Raul! <laughs> He's here! Okay, I'm out of here. Appreciate all of you. Until later. <laughs>
Got to get my burritos later.